just remember, the longer people are with you, the more they fall in love with you and the more they're apt to buy from you. So don't cheat them. Hello, and welcome to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Hi, I'm RV Robinson. I'm the master speaker trainer, international speaker, and author of Speak Up, Get Clients, and your host today for the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. This podcast is a little different from some of the other podcasts that might be out there about public speaking, and that I focus on how to become a million dollar speaker, reach millions of people, and make millions doing it. So today I have a very special topic to do just that. And the topic is how to enroll your audience and get them to unroll their wallets. That's right. How to enroll your audience and get them to unroll your their wallets, not your wallet, but their wallets. And why is that important when we speak? Because most of the time we're not getting paid to speak. We are going out to speak to promote our business, to get business, to gain visibility in our market. And eventually, of course, we want to get paid. We want to sell something, whether it be an event or coaching or a physical product like a book or online product, whatever it is, we need to get paid for our talents and our time. So how do you do that? Now, I could spend days talking about this topic, but I want to give you three things that are really important to have in your presentation if you want to enroll your audience. Three things. Now, there's there's a lot more that you could be doing and we could all be doing, but these three things, if you do these three things, you are ahead of the crowd. You are ahead of the pack and you will get more results than many. So the first thing, I hope you're ready <laughs> because the first thing you need to make sure you do, and I laugh because I talk about this all the time, and that is your professional story. Yes, you need to share your professional story in such a way that it opens the hearts of your listeners because I believe when there's an open heart, there's a direct string to the pocketbook. So open heart, kind of like, er, 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 and it's a, there's a string to their wallet. Now, again, why is it so important? You hear me talk about sales, and I'm going to talk a lot about sales today. But if you know me, you know that I'm not all about sales and making money. I'm more about making a difference and an impact. But guess what? We live in, in this world, and this world, oftentimes, you cannot even begin to make an impact until somebody buys your coaching program from you or your products and some other services from you. You can't even make a dent. You can't make a difference unless in those lives, unless they purchase your product and or service and start to work with you and transform into whatever it is they want to become. 
So let's just say if you want to become a speaker, that's great. That's why you're here. That's why you're listening. But you can listen to this podcast and get some great information. But unless you stepped out on stage and spoke and tried it out and implemented it, you're not going to change lives. Many people don't know how to speak. And unless they come to me and get training and learn my systems, they won't step out there and speak. So it's all related. So we need to be able to make money in order to make that impact in people's lives. So I'm just going to say that. (laughs) All right. So your professional story, the professional story earns the right to be speaking about whatever it is you're speaking about. It just does. It earns you the right that you're you're knowledgeable and you know what you're talking about. So we need to share that with people. It's not the professional story that goes way back to your childhood and all the turmoil you've gone through, unless that's relative to what you're doing today. So make sure that it is relative. Make sure that you've healed from whatever it is off stage before you step on stage and then really deliver that professional story in such an authentic way that it opens the hearts of your listeners in such a way that it, it yes, it opens it, but also you're humbled, maybe a little humility on your part so that you're honest and vulnerable. That's what opens the hearts of your listeners. You don't want to cry, but you want your audience to feel something. So again, it takes practice. It's not something that you're just going to wing. It's not going to open the pocketbooks if you just wing it. If you wing it, you get wing it results. So your professional story needs to be taken very seriously and you need to develop it step by step, stage by stage. Everything needs to be purposeful and just on point. All right. Again, if you need some help with that, let me know. I am a professional storyteller as well. What does that mean? What's a professional storyteller? That means I have gotten trained professionally and I've made money doing it. So (laughs) that's what that means to me. All right, let's go to step number two. And again, I am talking about the three key things that you need to have in your presentation in order to enroll your audience and get them to unroll their pocketbooks. So number two is what is called in the industry seeding. Yes, seeding. It means that we drop little seeds for our upcoming product subtly throughout the meat of our presentation. You see, if you've listened listened to some other podcasts, you'll see that I talk about the speech sandwich. It's a metaphor for developing a speech. So the top piece of bread is your rapport piece. And that's where the professional story will go. Next piece is the meat or the inside of your sandwich, which is where your knowledge will go, your teaching points, your principles, whatever you want to call them, the value that you give. Now, during that piece, is where you're going to drop the seedlings. And seedlings are just 
like, you know, what they are, you're going to drop a seed and nurture it and let it sprout so that by the end of your presentation, when you're in the close, which is the second piece of bread on your sandwich, then people are ready to buy from you. So there's several ways you can see. Now you want to be subtle. You don't want to be promoting. You don't want to be selling at this point. You're just dropping a little seed. So one way to do it is through a testimonial, a success story. You can talk about someone who's gone through your program and name the program. So for instance, one of my programs, which is a group program, is called Passionately Speaking. If I am selling it that particular day, I will say that there is, you know, whatever my testimonial is, that that individual was struggling with public speaking until he came through my Passionately Speaking program, which is a weekly group public speaking training program, just real subtle. You're not saying price. You're not giving all the details, just a little hint of what it is. And then you move on and talk about your meat. Now, you want to drop seedlings two or three times within the meat, depending on how long your presentation is. So another way to drop it besides a testimonial is just to say, say it directly without being salesy, but you could say at the end of the program, I'm going to share with you or the end of the speech, excuse me, I'm going to share with you a program of mine that is really helpful. And it's called Passionately Speaking. So you just drop a little hint about the program. So that's what you want to do in the meet. Again, two or three times is enough in a 30 minute speech. You don't want to overdo it. Now, the third piece, the third and final piece, these are the three things you must have. Now, there's other techniques and there's other things you want to have in your presentation to enroll your audience. But if you didn't have anything else and you just had these three, again, you'll do far greater than most. Now, the third one is the invitation itself. I don't call it a close. I don't call it an offer. I don't call it a call to action. I call it an invitation because we will speak about it differently when you call it an invitation. People will think of it differently when you call it an invitation. So when you come down to the close and you're ready, it's a way to invite people to do business with you. It's a way that they can take the next step with you. It's a way that they can get more of you. Just think about it like that. It's not you selling anything. It's, it's they want more, of course. If what you have is great and valuable, they're going to want more. As a speaker, you would be doing a disservice if you gave a 30-minute speech, you opened your hearts of your listeners, and yet never gave them a way that they could get more of you or that they could have the transformation that they want to have. So remember that it's our duty as speakers to offer a way that your audience can transform and get more of you. Now, there's several ways that you can do this without 
having a product. So if you're thinking, well, I don't have anything to sell. There's several ways that you can do this. So one is get your audience to come and see you after the speech. If it's a live event, just simply say, I know you have a lot of questions and I want to answer them personally. So come and see me after this meeting. I'm going to be standing right here. Or you might have a table and you're going to be at your table. Wherever you tell your audience you're going to be, that's where you need to be, not across the room. You need to be right where you tell them you're going to be and then be patient and just wait and you will get two or three people that will come and want to talk to you, exchange business cards and then follow up with them as soon as you get back to your office. Or you can give them a calendar link right there on the spot through your phone, which I find is the better approach. If you are using Zoom or some other virtual platform, you can do the same thing by putting your calendar link into the chat box and just letting them know, I know you have a lot of questions and I want to answer them. So the best way to do it is just schedule time with me. 15 minute, 20 minute, 30 minute, whatever you have. And I will be happy to answer all the questions that you have. Bingo. Now, of course, we always know there's closes with raffles and things like that, but they don't always get your audience to enroll unless you've got some sort of nurturing email system that you are going to put them in a database and then slowly nurture them and get them to come to one of your future events, then it'll probably work. But what I find really works well is to give them a free event right then and there on the spot. This works whether it's virtual or whether it's live. You just do the mechanics a little differently if it's live. If it's virtual, it's a little bit easier, but you don't get the results the same because people don't experience you. They don't see 100% of you. They only see 50% from maybe the waist up. So guess what? You get 50% of the results that you would get normally in a live event. You'd only get 50% in a virtual event. Think about that because people only see 50% of you. So when you're in a live audience and they see your legs and how tall you are and your energy and they can feel it, boom, you're going to get better results. So always strive to speak live if you can. Virtual's okay, but just know if the numbers aren't there, you may not get the same results. So this works really great. Just put in a link, a landing page to a free event. Now, this is not a free event that's on your calendar for months. This is a free event that you're giving just this audience. So it might be a one-hour webinar, and it's like two or three days. You don't want it to be two months from now. They're not going to remember you, and they're not going to come. The longer it is, the more excitement wears off, and the less people will show up. So put on a free event just for them, just for this audience. And again, it doesn't have to be a full day. It could be a one-hour webinar. It could be a couple hours. It all depends. Just remember, the longer people are with you, the more they fall in love with you, and the more they're apt to buy from you. So don't cheat them by doing a one-hour webinar. Give them a couple hours. Give them something that they can... Uh, hang on to that they could take away and that they can fall in love with you. They're not going to fall in love overnight. <clears throat> so that works well, whether it's live or virtual. 
It's just, again, mechanic-wise, live, you might have to fill out a form, you might have to, um, you know, just do the mechanics a little differently, put it on the PowerPoint, and then there's no guarantee. I love the virtual side because you can put in a live link and they can sign up right then and there. So it's up to you. Now, the third thing I want to talk about is the actual sale of a product and service. Now, there's a direct relationship between the the length of time you have to speak and whatever it is you're selling. So the longer, let me make it easy. The longer you have to speak, the higher price the item is. Now, if you're in your own room and you're selling, like you've got people to your webinar, then you can sell for a longer amount of time and make a bigger impact. I love getting people into my own room and then I can sell them more and higher ticket items. But we have to start somewhere. So you're going to start on a stage that maybe only have 30 minutes. So what would be really appropriate is selling something that's under $100. It could be $97, $47, $57, $27. If you start getting higher, then the results will be less. And again, you've got to think of what it is that you want. Are you in? Are you, do you want the $97 or do you want more people in your room so that you can influence them for a higher ticket item? That's what I would say the answer is yes. So, but it's entirely up to you. I mean, I've sold $500 products in 30 minutes, uh, but don't try to sell a $2,000 product in 30 minutes. Now there's exceptions to the rule. Again, if you're in your own room, if you are a master, a charismatic master, and you can do it, then do it. But most of us cannot do it that well. You know, if you know NLP and hypnotism and you're going to hypnotize your audience, not that I recommend it, but I'm just saying there's speakers out there that do that and they can have uh, amazing results. But for most of us, us that are just, you know, coming from an honest place, you know, where we're just doing this, we're you know, because we want to help somebody, we want transformation to happen in somebody's lives, we're, we're not really going for the big bucks, but we're going more for the impact, then I would recommend testing it out for yourself. Test out a small product, see how that goes, and then you can increase it the next time and then the next time until you find a threshold. So we have to experiment as a speaker. So let's just recap your professional story seating in the middle, and then your invitation. And that's how you will close them. When you do do your invitation, remember nothing else comes after that particular invitation and close. So don't have a conversation, don't have a Q&A, or you will ruin your close. And if you see somebody in the audience, raise their hand, sorry, but ignore them because they could take you off into the wild blue yonder and it would be very hard to get back and you just lose the zone that you're in when you get into the clothes and lose the flow. And that too will affect your sales. So just stay with it and do your invitation. And then, and then um, you can always later on 
answer people's questions. If they are interested in your products and services, believe me, when you're finished, they will still come up to you and ask you whatever question is on their mind. So that's how you can you can enroll your audience and get them to unroll their pocketbook. So I hope you've enjoyed this session today and I look forward to seeing you back next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Please hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review and feel free to share our channel with your friends and family. Also, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. We would love to hear from you. And remember, you are one step closer to becoming a million dollar speaker.